Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your boy Roberto, and of course, this is the BHP 2.0. Coming live and direct from Kansas City, Missouri, my own town. Hope everybody had a good Friday today. Um, hopefully, it'll be warm where you are. It's kind of bipolar up here in old Kansas City. Um, one minute is warm, next minute is raining. It's been raining all week, so it's nothing really new. But either way, I hope you had a good Friday. Now, back on uh, April 11th, I did a podcast called Marriage Commit or Not. Well, I'm going to do a second one tonight. Reason being is because come Sunday, I will be mad been married 12 years. Thank you, thank you, hold your applause. Now, in those 12 years, me and my wife have experienced things that we both are like looking, scratching our heads and doing all kinds of things. But the thing is, is though, we do it together. And together is what marriage is all about. Now, in the 21st century, marriage is somewhat of a joke. Reason being is because most people take marriage as a prison sentence, like I said before. Or worse, they feel that how in hell can you be married to one person for pretty much the rest of your life? Which is what marriage is. If you take a spouse or a husband, then that's what comes with it. The years and years and years and everything else. And people now, younger people, older people, whatever, marriage is like a four-letter word. Now, don't get me wrong. The 12 years I've been with my wife, we have had ups, we have had downs, we have ins, we had outs. We have been dirt poor, we've been super rich somewhat and it all happened you know, suddenly we've had people die we've had our own little ailments and everything else but we also are still together which is the most important thing but to some people marriage doesn't cut it and they have to be with somebody different every single time. They don't want to be tied down. They don't want to have their, their freedom taken away from them because they think that's what marriage is. Your freedom being gone, you got to do what your spouse says or try to do what your spouse says. And, you know, and it's just a big, you know, comparing, depending on the persons that are involved, it'd be a really big mess. So people tend to stray away from marriage and there's sort of probably more people divorced than they are married married now anyway and then some just don't commit at all some just say fuck marriage we'll just be together which in turn common law marriage kicks in and then the rest is history but my thing is this ladies and gentlemen is that I've been with my wife longer than any woman I've ever dated any woman I've ever slept with any woman I ever wish I'd never met. And like I said, it has not been a picnic. It has not. We have had our problems. We have our arguments. And we, you know, there was some time we didn't talk to each other. But if you love a person that much, then you would work yourself through it. Now, marriages of this century, or like any century, depending on one person or the other, is how things will turn out. Most times it's the man doing the bad things. 
again. That means like cheating and, you know, messing around with somebody that's not your wife and hitting her, beating her, whatever you want to call it. And some women, they have done that too. Not to say a beating part, but they, you know, strayed away from their husbands. Because they feel that, you know, the excitement of actually being with somebody else is a thrill out of it. They get the you know, drilling going, you know, you might get caught, you may not. And when you get caught, you know, that makes it even more, like, you know, spontaneous, you know. Especially when you got a guy or a girl that, um, basically, you know, throw themselves at you. And, you know, and especially nowadays, these, uh, there's, it seems like there's temptations every damn world for men and women. You know, you got women that, you know, look at these young guys, they got the washboard abs, and they're showing off their legs and arms, and they're exercising, and they find you interesting. And women eat that up. They're just like, oh my God, he likes me, oh my God. Which is why they got the whole cougar thing going. And um, they, you know, feel that, you know, they're getting attention from this guy. What they don't know is, is that the attention is just to get in your pants. Sorry, had to break that to you. But most guys, younger guys, you know, f- some do find older women attractive. Depending on what you, depends on what you find old. Now, men, on the other hand, well, if a girl or a woman flirts with them, and they're way younger than your wife, or they're way more sexier than your wife, or attractive, and they got nice eyes, got nice hair, got nice breasts, ass, whatever. You know, they tend to stray themselves. And they tend to forget that they do have a wife. Actually, they totally forget they have a wife. And then some do it and don't give a damn. They were flowing place. Well, you know, man, you know, there's other people out there that want to have me and everything else, which means that they already have them. And they uh, tend to, you know, fuck around on them. And then, of course, you know, the wife finds out and she wants a divorce. And and this is where it gets really tricky. Most men, when they when they cheat on their wives or, you know, whatever, the wife automatically wants a divorce. But the man doesn't want to give it to him. But you are cheating on her, though. How does that work? I never understood that. I, I really haven't. I mean, I'm like, okay... You cheat on your wife. What the hell do you expect you was going to do? Say, oh, that's go fine, honey. Don't worry about it. No, she's going to want your ass gone. And do you blame them? No. But, you know, they tend to, you know, want to be territorial. But temptation is everywhere. And marriages in this day and age don't last very long, especially if the person that you love and respect and everything has one little ounce of you know of mistrust of you it turns into a damn you know into a gigantic mistrust thing and next thing you know your marriage is over I had a kind of a similar thing like that happen back in 2012 and 13 I uh, went to California to visit my stepmother and um I was there for about a month, and me and my wife sort of corresponded together. You know, it was 1,500 miles away, so 
we had our, you know, little fight on the phone, and she thought I was gonna pretty much stick up there to California, and all intentional purposes, I was trying to go out there to try to see if I can, you know, move there, but it didn't work out. And for my advice, uh, and for me, that's that was a good thing. Because <clears throat> there was not a minute or day that didn't go by that I didn't think about my wife. And um, I drove all the way back to Nebraska with a uh, old pickup truck to get back to her. The state, yeah, whatever. My house, okay, whatever. As long as my wife wanted me back, then I was going to get there so I could be back with her. So we had this whole for better, for worse thing down pretty good. And the, also the richer and poorer thing, yeah, we the poor thing, we got that down pat as well. But there's a lot of stuff out there that distracts men and distracts women. People are doing things in their marriage that to keep their marriage, you know, alive, I guess. And to keep it, you know, you know, keep it the way it was when they first got married. Some actually do the swinger thing, and some bring other women or men into their you know, bedrooms, and all kinds of stuff, just to keep their marriage strong. But sometimes that backfires, and a person that you brought into your marriage is the one that they fall in love with, and it's not you. It can happen with men or women. And some people don't put enough you know, thought into it before they do stuff like that. Because God knows what the hell I know about you know, marriage. I've only been married 12 years to one woman. Now, I am, uh, when I was single, I, you know, I, I did my little single thing. You know, I messed around. I got you know, slept with women and stuff like that, and, you know, and that's all well and good when you're in your 20s and maybe you're in your mid-30s, but after a while, it starts to get really, really boring and really, really, you know, normal, routine type of thing. You go out, you see a girl, she looks hot, you look hot, bam, you know, you're going at it, and then it's over. And then you're back to Lonely Person Club again. So, and people tend to think that, you know, just because a man's single, that they're hitting everything that comes in front of them, which sometimes is true. And men do like to brag about how many women they, you know, bagged or had sex with and everything else, just, just to, you know, because they're men. But that gets really, really, really sad after a while. You don't have a main person to hold on to. You don't have a main person to go home to every night and say, I love you, and they love you. You don't have any kind of, you know, no stable anything. And some people don't do it because they're scared of it, which I can understand because, you know, marriage is a very, very large commitment, you know, for anybody. And it also means that your eyes are only for that one person. You stray away, you feel like you're, you know, you're cheating on them, and what have you been cheating yet? And it's, uh, you know, but being by yourself also is a very, very bad thing. Uh, trust me, I know. 
I've been on all fences. The last woman I dated before I got married, she did me so damn wrong that I did not date for three years. Didn't date, didn't sleep with them. Well, <laughs> well, I didn't date, I put it that way, for three years. I wasn't committed to no damn body, and um, I wasn't trying to. Because she was just, just did me just that damn dirty. To the point I didn't trust women. And quite frankly, didn't want to. And, you know, I, you know, like I said, I did my, you know, little stray thing and stuff like that. And I um, had my, uh, my daughter from one of those. Don't regret it, but, you know, it happens. But for three years, I did not date. Didn't date anybody. Didn't want to. Because I figured that if she could do that to me after we were dating for two years, what she did, then what is the hell's the point? It's a waste of fucking time. It's a waste of fucking energy. It's a waste of fucking everything. And women can be manipulative, and they can be really, you know, sarcastic sometimes, and they can make you do things you know, just to get in their pants and just all kinds of stuff. I ain't got no time for that. I'm too old for that. But men fall for that every damn day. And then, of course, you know, they got the men who, you know, like I said, like to brag about who they slept with. And, you know, they think they're a pimp because they got more than one girlfriend and they got black books. Oh, you know, do they even have black books anymore? I don't, I don't, I don't know. For sure, I never had one. But still, it's the fact that, you know, you can be with all these damn women and still be the most loneliest man on earth. Because all these women are not there for you, you know, for your well-being and seeing if you're okay and, you know, calling you, seeing you're all right and whatever. They're just there to do the same thing that you're there to do. Wham, bam, thank you, sir, make you ma'am. And they go about their business. Basically, you are John and, you know, you know, you know, but um, but to have somebody actually care about you and, you know, they care about your well-being and, you know, they want to make sure that you're okay and stuff like that, people tend to want to stay away from that type of thing, which I can't understand that. I mean, yeah, that first is kind of scary. You don't know if this person might be a stalker or not their damn mind and whatever. But if they are, they've been around you all this time and they listen to you talk and you can talk to them and they don't like judge you off top and you know, everything else, then chances are that's the person you're supposed to be around. And, you know, it's just, uh, you know, that's how, that's how, you know, love goes. You know, you tend to want to be around that person all the time and nobody else. You want to talk to her all the time or him all the time with nobody else. You start comparing other guys and girls that you're dating to this one person. And she's, he or she's on your head 24-7, 365. You go to sleep, you think about her, you get up, think about her. You're lovesick when she leaves and everything else. And you're not getting sick, you're not losing your mind or anything. You're just uh, falling in love with a woman or a man. And most times when men, and women especially, when they get burnt by a guy or get treated badly by a guy, 
they take it out on the next guy and the next guy after that and the next guy after that. Because this one man fucked up for everybody. And you want to put a foot in his ass because you're trying to be genuine to this woman and she's just staying in your cheat on her. Same thing goes with men. They come out there and, you know, they don't want to show their feelings. You know, men, men are men. They don't want to show feelings and you got to be a man 24-7 and, you know, walk around with a chest out and, you know, fuck this, fuck that, you know. They don't want to show an affection in front of them other guys and, you know, just real macho shit. But it's, um, it's just, you know, that just tells you that, you know, you're in love with somebody. And it can be a scary thing. It can. I, you know, when I first when I met my wife, she told me she loved me first. <laughs> and I have, you know, I've had people tell me they love me all the time. And there's a lot of people I love too. But when she said it to me, I was like, wow. And I, you know, had to, had to process it for a little bit because I was like, she actually said she loved me. And it wasn't like in a stalker way, like, I tell you, love you, and I'm going to jump you and kill you with a sword or you know, stab you or something like that because you're the only one for me. Not no real fatal attraction bullshit. She genuinely loved me. And, of course, I teased her for about the next couple weeks saying, well, I love cake, I love the cars, uh, yeah, I love this movie, something like that. And then finally I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I love you too. <laughs> and you could play around like that. But come Sunday for me and my wife, it'll be 12 years. And despite everything that's happened in the 12 years that we've been together, bad and worse, richer for sickness and in health, I wouldn't change a damn thing. Because it took me too damn long to find my wife. It really did. And now that I have her, I'll be really fucking stupid to mess that up. And it took me too long to find her. So why the hell would I go out and be like, hey, I'm going to get married and go out the next fucking day and sleep around with Bertha with a big breast? It'd be stupid. Because if you were going to do that, then you should have never got married. You should have never walked down the aisle, put the ring on, said I do, she do, and everything else. You can just delay all that shit if you're going to cheat on her anyway. Yeah. She's coming on you, and she's flirting with you, even though I don't know when a woman's flirting with me any damn way, but that's another story. And everything else. And you got to remember that, okay, you got married to this woman over here. I don't know how many years ago. Your marriage may have stalled a little bit or whatever like that, but you still said, I do. So you do with her what you want to do with the girls in front of you. You know, she got her breasts all hanging out. She's talking to you all nicely and everything. And she's all nice and warm and cuddly and stuff like that. And that's when you fuck up. Because the next thing you know, you're at a hotel somewhere trying to get in her pants. And women, sorry to say, you're the same way. Men come up to you and they fur with you and you're like, you know, not getting affection at home like they used to get from your husband and you got with your girlfriend, you're drinking, you know, dancing around and some guy named Freddie with the with the good hair comes up to you and starts flirting with you and stuff, and you're all like, Oh my god, he likes so oh my god, he's so handsome and next thing you know, Freddie got you against a wall, you know, banging the hell out of you. And you forget, oh wait a minute, husband. I got a husband, yeah. So I am happy to say that I've been 
in love for 12 years. I'm happy to be that I've been married to my best friend for 12 years. And I'm happy to have a companion for the last 12 years. Somebody that understands me and wants me for me. I ain't gonna have a damn car that's worth more than a house. Or I have to have a job that pays me five or six figures. And, you know, wear three-piece suits everywhere I go and everything else. Everything she had that I got on me is what she wanted. So why the hell would I fuck that up? And that's what marriage is. Yeah, I've said it before, you know, if you won't do it, then do it. If you don't, then don't. A lot of people now are not. And But then the thing about it is, though, there's a lot of married couples that, like I said, they, their marriage stalls or they get stale and they do the same thing, routine, everything else. And they want to do something new to keep their marriage fresh and exciting and everything else. So they go out and do something like go to a strip joint together and watch this woman get, you know, ride a pole for like 15 minutes and everything like that, you know. And that's all well and good if that's what you're into. But the thing is, though, if you bring another element into your marriage, whether it be a man or a woman, to do whatever the hell you got to do to try to keep your marriage intact, that shit can go sideways real fast. Your wife can fall over the man. Your husband can fall this woman. And you'll be left there by yourself wondering what the hell happened. Well, you wanted to keep your marriage alive and you just killed it with, you know, with one person. I'm not saying that you ain't supposed to do that stuff. That's, if you're into that type of thing, that's, that's on you. That's your prerogative. But for me, I just see a fucking problem. I see an accident or something disastrous waiting to happen. See, as I said before, I'm a negative guy. I see every damn thing that has, that's negative in it. And if you decide to do something outside your marriage something bad is going to fucking happen and you can try to stop it you can try to hide it you can try to do whatever the hell you want to but eventually it's going to blow up in your fucking face and there'll be nobody else to 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 blame but yourself all because you want to keep your spouse happy if they can't be happy with you then why the hell bring somebody else into it so they can be completely unhappy with you and they hang out with the chick or the girl or the guy you brought in here. It's just, it got disaster written all fucking over it. There's no use to being like that. I mean, I'm not a marriage counselor. I'm not Dr. Phil. I'm not Dr. Ruth. I'm not a fucking doctor, period. But to me, I'm an old schooler, as I always say. And when a person gets married to a woman or a man gets married to a woman and you say, I do, that's it. You wanted her, you wanted him, you got, you got her. Why fuck that up? Because your marriage is, you know, hit a, hit a wall or something. That's what marriage is, for better or for worse. Some, you're not going to be happy and happy-go-lucky 24 fucking 7 or for the rest of your life. You're not going to do that. So you're going to have some disagreements. You're going to have some arguments. And things are not going to go the way you want them to. But that's what you were getting into. And if you have children while you're married, why fuck with the children? 
I mean, seriously, that will mess a kid's head up. Trust me. My mom and my dad got separated, not divorced. They got separated. And it was a tug of war between him and her every single time me or my siblings got into it. Well, you gonna pick him or pick me? It's like I was being fucking drafted by the NFL or some shit. You want this coach over here? Do you want this coach over here? You want to live in Kansas City? You want to live in California? Do you love your dad more than you love me? Or do you love your mom more than you love me? And everything else. And it's it's it was it's stressful. And it, it hurt because I didn't want to do that with my parents. But they made it that way. And it was like either him or me. And if you pick him or you pick her, I don't want to have anything to do with you. But you're my parents. You're supposed to have everything to do with me. Even when you don't want to. And lo and behold, here I am, 14 years later, and basically I'm doing the same thing with my own daughter. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I love my baby. I really do. Love her to death. I'm glad that she's, you know, she's growing up. I'm glad she's learning stuff. I'm glad that she has friends. I'm glad that she, you know, she's doing good in school and everything else. But my both biggest fucking fear is her hating my guts. And she probably does. And I wasn't even married to her mother. I was just, you know, it was it's a, it's a long story. But I just, you know, I, I don't know. But either way, one thing you mess up in your in your marriage. And everything else goes down the hill with it. Your kids will hate your guts. You'll lose your house, maybe even your car. Friends will stop talking to you because you're either cheated on them or they cheat on you or you cheat on them. And It's a very awkward situation. It really is. And I wouldn't wish it on anybody. But you have to know that when you get into a committed relationship like marriage, then you have to read the fine print when you say I do to this woman that means her not Becky down the street not Ginger up the street from her or anything like that her that's it you put the wedding ring on to show that this is the woman you're with but as soon as you go to a bar with a friend or a guy you go to work with or whatever and one woman comes up to you and starts talking to you and you don't mention the fact that I'm married. It's already curtains. Because you're thinking, well, let me see if I still have it. And then you do have it. And then she wants it. And you give it to her. Marriage over. <sighs> Sorry. You know, you'd be like, oh, how the hell this happened? Well, started with you going to the bar and this lady's up her throat with you for no damn reason. And you saying nothing about being married to your wife. Or going to a bar and not saying that you're married to your husband. It's a done deal after that. Because you're trying to see how far you can take this before you stop it. Which sometimes you don't. So, it's a disastrous thing. You're just shot to hell, basically. But either way, ladies and gentlemen. There are people that have been married 
for 30 and 40 and 50 years. Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip, for example. 74 fucking years together. And they're royalty. So you know they had some damn problems in there somewhere. But they were still together for 74 fucking years with one person. Who can say that now? If marriage marriages now last more than five damn years, you're doing fucking awesome. But 74? I mean... I wouldn't I wouldn't put give anybody in this century a, a hell of beans to do something like that. To be married to one person for seventy-four fucking years. That would scare the average person now. Seventy-four, I can't be with somebody like that. Why not? It's the guy you want to get married to, it's the woman you want to get married to. Why not seventy-four years? Hell, why not a hundred? That's the woman you want to marry, right? Yeah, okay. Then what's the problem? People are fucking scared of it. That's what it is. People are scared of a lot of shit these days. They're scared to say they're about their political views. They're scared to say well, what kind of sex they are. Scared about coming out of the closet. Every damn thing. It's a scary fucking time. Even though things are a lot more open than they are, they were 20 or 30 years ago. But people are still fucking scared of it. And marriage is the biggest goddamn scare of them all. Being committed to one woman? What the hell kind of shit is that? Or man? No. Girl, there's too much dick out there. There's too much ass out there. Why be committed to one woman? One man? This was scary shit. It's only scary if you think it's scary. And once and then there is the whole uh, engagement thing. Now, the man can pull out a ring and say, will you marry me? And you say yes. You hug, you kiss, you cry. Oh my God, I love you, I love you. But until you walk down the aisle and he's standing there waiting for you to put this ring on your finger, then you're still just dating. Sorry. And engagement usually means that you're engaged to this man, you're engaged to this woman. But you may still stray around every once in a while. I'm... You know, and it, it happens. Oh, we're engaged. Okay, when we get married? Oh, I don't know. It's like, okay, then you shouldn't even said, will you marry me then? Because you plan on not ever getting married. I had a woman get mad at me because I wouldn't be engaged to her. Got straight up mad. I'm like, okay, why? I mean, you know, being engaged is not marriage. It just means that you are engaged to get married to this woman somewhere down the line. Probably never. <laughs> but, uh, whatever. But yeah, they get all pissed off about that shit. It's like, damn, okay, be cool. This cool. You know, who's high? But as long as you are not walking down the aisle to get married to this woman or to this man, then you're still just dating. Sorry. You're just dating and the engagement thing is in your head. You got the ring. Just to show off everybody. Girl, look at my ring. Because men don't do that. And then women's, most women, turns their, you know, marriage proposal into a bridezilla episode. Everything's got to be perfect. Everybody's got to wear the same thing. Everybody, girls got to have their hair done, so got away. 
They could have music from Gerald LeBert playing instead of the regular wedding song, because who listens to that, right? Uh, you guys like the candles. You gotta, you know, have contacts in. All kinds of shit. And as soon as you get married, and you say I do, and he says I do, and everything, you automatically start saying he's cheating on you. And you, you say it, and you say it, and you say it. And then finally he's like, you know what, fuck this. I'm going to go out and cheat then. Because you already think I'm fucking doing it anyway. Implode. And uh, that's not a marriage either. Accusing your spouse every fucking day of cheating on you is not going to keep your marriage together. Him going out with his friends and hang out at strip joints it's not going to keep your marriage together and if you believe that's what's going to keep it together then you are about as naive as I don't know what just not going to work but for me I'm a happy man 12 damn years with one woman I can say that very proudly Actually, in our reality, has been 14. But 12 has been married. And I'm very proud of that. I am proud of my marriage. I'm proud that I found the woman that actually wanted to get married to me. In public. We didn't have a traditional wedding. We went to a courthouse. Basically, eloped. There wasn't no lavish wedding. I didn't have no horse and carriage buggies and duds flying around and, you know bribing nice singing or nothing like that bullshit no I do she do okay we got the marriage license we're good but even if it's a small wedding or a big wedding marriage is fucking marriage and if you have one doubt in your head about your marriage it's already fucking over if you look at your wife and be like now why did I get married to her again marriage is over already your wife look at you and like, God, I can't believe I married this man. Your marriage is over. Because doubt gets in there, and it'll get worse, and it gets worse. And next thing you know, she's asking for a divorce, or he's asking for a divorce. Irreconcilable differences, as they call it. And there's no reconcilable differences. You just got tired of seeing his fucking ass. And same thing with him. You know, you got girls walking around with shirts and stuff, but, you know like these dresses on that you know they breathe wrong it's gonna fucking fly off of course a man's gonna look at that men too women come up there and look at these guys hey oh god girl look at his ass it's over it's it's a done fucking deal because then soon as the doubt comes in then you'll start accusing accusing starts then you'll start thinking okay yeah he is doing that or she's doing that and marriage is over kaboom Torpedo, gone. Fuck it. But that in itself is why marriages mostly fail. Because if a mistrust comes in on a person that you married to, then you should have really not gotten married to him. And what else can you say? But that is my word. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this is your boy Roberto Ford, the Black Hand Podcast 2.0. 
please join me next week when I talk about something you may or may not like, and I will see you guys down the road. Please, if you are married to your to your friend, to loved ones, and everything else, just try to keep that in your head if you have bad times, because if you have one single shred of doubt about your spouse, your marriage is over. That's all I'm saying. If he accuses you of something, it's over. You accuse him every day, it's over. And then you cannot be mad or surprised if that person, say person, goes out and do exactly what the fuck you think he's doing or she's doing. Because you put it in her head. You put it in his head. What the hell would you expect? Sometimes marriages end when someone opens their damn mouth too much. It is what it is. You guys have a nice weekend. Peace.